Okay. So excited. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Take four of trying to record this uh, podcast. Um, I don't know what's going on. Uh, Caleb's mic is, uh, maybe it's my computer. Who knows? But I was getting a a Max Max Headroom uh, vibe going on. So we've got Caleb on his backup mic. Uh, didn't have. I'm here. Didn't, I'm here. Yeah, we don't want to troubleshoot this because this is all about getting this out. All while it's timely, while people are interested in the content. Uh, so yeah. Uh, last time we recorded was right before Revolution, and uh, we got our socks rocked. <laughs> Boy, do we! Uh, but we're we're back uh, with a. Another dynamite recap, the March 23rd uh, dynamite recap. Uh, let me just run down, run down what happened here. Um, right. We had uh, Punk, CM Punk, Dax Harwood. We had the eight man tornado tag um, that was uh, our, it was what, the, the goth squad. Um, <laughs> And, uh, yeah, the, the goth right squad, the, the Hardys and Andrade and his crew. Yes. Um, the varsity blondes, uh, were up against Mox and Danielson. Um, they apparently are calling themselves the Blackpool combat club. Okay. Yeah. Uh, MJF cut a promo. Mm-hmm. Um, we had Jay lethal against Adam Cole. Uh, we had Layla Hirsch against red velvet. And we had the Jericho Appreciation Society against uh, the Dark Order. Um, so what what uh, what piqued your interest this evening, Caleb? Um, this was a bit of a bit of a dud of a show. Um, I really liked the CM Punk Dax Harwood match to to start the show. Thought it was really good. Uh, good to see CM Punk again. Mm-hmm. Um, really interested in, in what they're trying to tell with FTR because uh, it seems like they're they're going babyface. They're they're they seem like I mean, um, Cash Wheeler was it down there at the at the ring trying to you know pull some some trickery for the most part. Um, so, but they they had to remind us that the they're still in the pinnacle. The pinnacle's still a thing for all those people that <laughs> thought the otherwise. Um, you would be wrong. So. Now we know. Yeah, MJF's uh, promo was yeah um, that um, yeah that the pinnacle still exists and that um, man, I'm drawing a blank on his name. It's so late now, but he's Ric Flair, <laughs> <laughs> the the guy who's supposed to be working for MJF now. Wardlow, Wardlow, yeah, Wardlow is on ice. Uh, MJF is paying him to stay home. That was that was a cool little twist. Yeah, it, um, I mean, it makes per- perfect sense if, if you know if you had the money to do that. Why would you want, Why would you want to keep you know just let him out of his contract? No, I could make you just not be here. Um, mm-hmm. You're so. contractually obligated to never show up. Yeah. So I wonder how they're going to get around that if Warlow's taking a little bit of time off or or what. Oh yeah, if he's got yeah if he's got some. Personal stuff, some family stuff, or something. Who knows? Yeah. Or maybe it's just a a a week of uh, like him on uh, YouTube or something, and then him buying tickets and... to the to the <laughs> front row tickets. 
Ah, the classic buy tickets to it. Yeah. yeah, he paid to be here. <laughs> uh, like the old, the old Jericho when he, ah, oh, man, that was really early in AEW when he was freaking out. I've got tickets. I've got tickets. Mm. He made t-shirts of that. Ah, bring that back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And the, the tornado tag, you know, I, I love when they get out in the, out in the audience, they get up into that concourse. They're, they're throwing trash cans at people. Um, Getting, you know, getting slammed through tables into uh, empty boxes of T-shirts. Just, you know, that 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 always appeals to me, even even on its worst days. Really? Um, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Uh, I, I do love a tornado tag match. Um, but I've got to say, I, I was one of the few people that I remember saying... Um, that they were kind of excited about the Hardys coming, you know, Jeff coming to AEW, the mm-hmm. Hardys, you know, uh, having a reunion going on kind of a reunion run, getting to wrestle the young bucks and FTR and, the, and these great tag teams that we've got now. But man, the nostalgia train on the Hardys is wearing thin already for me. Like <laughs> they don't look good in their old uniforms. Oh uh, no. I know that, you know, that's classic. Look, the Hardy boys was my favorite tag team of that era. Loved him, and I mean Jeff doesn't. I mean Matt. Matt certainly doesn't look like, like he was in the shape he was in back then. But Jeff looks out of shape. Uh, I, I don't know. It's it's not good. And they kept cutting back to Matt in the ring fighting Private Party, and then the cool shit that was going on out in the merch booth. You know that you wanted to follow, but they kept cutting back to Matt. Yeah, and then and then finally they get to something cool where Matt gets thrown off the ring, you know, or off the stage. But and then poor old Sting, old (laughs) Sting, back there holding those guys on the table for Jeff to slowly climb that ladder, and then do his thing. And then they make Sting walk from the merch booth to the ring (laughs) to be the first one in the ring to to break up the pin or whatever. Uh, I I think Darby was limping after the match, so I wonder if he Mm. you know um, twisted something. And he did get thrown down a flight of stair, uh, stairs. So yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, uh, that could. Yeah, I mean, I'm totally with you on the, the like the pacing, the editing of it was. It's like nobody in the match realized that they were in an eight man tag. That like they weren't all supposed to be doing their action packed things on top of each other. Like they're you know no, like yeah, you're supposed to take a couple of minutes off while you slowly like walk or you roll around or do something. And so the cameras can cut to somebody else, but you know, everybody was just Whoa. on top of each other. It was, and I it think was that, chaotic. I think Matt Hardy and, and whichever one of private party he was fighting at the time, I don't know if they messed up or what, but they shouldn't have been in the ring at all because then the camera doesn't have to cut to you. Uh, if you're in right. the ring, I mean, that's the only time you can get pinned is in the ring. So then by them being in the ring, the ha- the camera, you know, you have to kind of pay attention to them instead of just paying attention. Because that was like the time Darby was getting thrown down the stairs and, and, you know, stuff was popping off up there. But you kept having they kept going back to these two <laughs> dudes just kind of like, you know, just it wasn't even like a, a pin a, attempt. It was just them like b- punching each other in the face in the ring doing nothing. Nothing that we could we could have not messed up the flow of watching Darby take these crazy bumps. Yeah. Um, but uh, so yeah, I mean, 
it was it was fine. I mean, it was a car. It was a car crash. I mean, it was cool. <laughs> but uh, I'm I'm getting really sick of the Hardys really quick. They don't the nostalgia does. I mean, it only goes so far with them. Uh, I think and yeah, you're I I totally agree with you that the look the the giant baggy uh, cargo pants thing with the velvet like, like <laughs> the shirt. Velvet. The velvet sequined shirt, whatever. Like, yeah, that's a one-time flashback gag. You bring that for a like, yeah, your your debut together or whatever. But and then and then you cut to something else. You cut to something that's better fitting for their. Uh, just their, wear the baggy pants and go. You know, a, a cut off or something. Yeah, just a, your your own merch. You know, shirt. Uh, I mean, Jeff is going to paint his face and look pretty cool like that, but he looked, I, I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm getting really negative on the Hardy Boys, and I don't mean to do that. So let's move on, Jim. Yeah. Um, uh, the other uh, thing that really bothered me, um, you know, switching switching gears to other things that are negative, um, Jay Lethal's uh, Lethal Injection Finisher involves him with his back to his opponent for a lengthy amount of time. Oh yeah. And it's just like this I I didn't I don't I don't get how that's supposed to work. I know it's impressive when he pulls it off, it looks cool, but it just means that like everybody should counter it constantly. I don't know if his if that finisher cause, uh Lethal's been around for a while. Yeah. I don't know if 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 that I mean I, th- I want to say that he started doing that back when there was a back in a time when like the cutter wasn't like a super common move. So, you know, he just did a cutter, but he just did a little, you know, razzle dazzle right before it. Mm-hmm. Just, I mean, kind of like how the RKO is, you know, um, is the same thing, except you, you just do it whenever. Uh, <laughs> that's that's the, the the mystique of the RKO is that you could, you know, do it at any time. But. Uh, yeah, so I, I don't know, but he, I mean, he does do a whole lot of like posing and, and ah, pumping himself up before he <laughs> runs up against the ropes <laughs> and does, a, does these couple flips just to hit the guy with a cutter. So, yeah, <laughs> I mean, you're right. I mean, you figured out Jay Lethal. I mean, if, if you're not being hit for like 30 seconds, his finisher's coming, guys. Yeah. So. He- Watch out. If he, if he, he stands with his back to you for 20 <laughs> seconds, <laughs> he's got you right where he wants you. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, the, oh, something we haven't talked about is, I think, is just a really enjoyable uh, thing with the Jericho Appreciation, Appreciation Society is that <laughs> they are calling themselves sports entertainers. Yeah, that's pretty good. Oh, and so it, we're we're gonna kill all these professional wrestlers because we're better than them. We're sports entertainers. It it sounds so cheesy and terrible, but it's great. Yeah, uh, let's t- let's talk about the the JAS for a minute. Yeah, um, since we're on we're in a negative mood. Like, <laughs> okay, Jericho is Jericho. Um, yes, we all agree that Daniel Garcia is is an is an up and comer, and yeah. uh, can has the potential to be something really special. Hager is what Hager is. I mean, he's he's muscle. Um, yep. 
those two jabronis <laughs> in 2.0 like are so out of place and the dude with the suspenders tonight I don't I couldn't tell you their names from anything like they well, could they be just, they could be named Caleb and Jim for all I know and <laughs> they just changed their the Jericho changed their names uh last week they were like oh these are the new names for these guys that you never knew their names cuz you didn't care I thought that that was still their real names but like he just gave them like a you know like bad moon rising uh, you know, <laughs> Joe Bob or whatever his name is. But I mean, they're such jabronis and they're in there yeah. with Jericho. It's so crazy. Like the one guy, the, 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 the one guy with it's, it's got the ponytail. Yeah. He, uh, he's square really head. funny. Yeah. Square head. He's really funny. The other guy is just a goober of <laughs> epic proportions. Like he's not physically intimidating. He just looks like a clown. Well, because Daniel Garcia in 2.0 kind of came together in AEW as a package deal. Well, yeah, I know they're, but I think they're all from, from like the same town in like Buffalo or something something like that. So, I mean, it makes, it totally makes sense that like, uh, you know, Sammy uh, Guevara kind of breaking up with uh, Jericho to try to go his own way. And Jericho, Again, trying to be the kingmaker, looking at Daniel Garcia and saying, all right, I'm going to really bring this kid up. And then it's just kind of like, well, what do we do with 2.0? Like, uh, I don't know, I guess. Well, I mean, they're they're added muscle <laughs> and, and they're, you know, some, somebody's got to eat the losses when the losses come. So, you know. Uh, yeah, and you we, need a, a tag team in your uh, stable. So, yeah, I mean, I'm like, just, they're just those guys are jabronis and. They're never going to not be Jeronis. Uh It's just, but it's funny. It's, it's like, it's eye rolling, but it's also like, it's just, it's just crazy. It might work because these two dudes are like, <laughs> but I mean, Jericho can probably get them over to be honest. So, yeah, I think if they figure out what their uh, gimmick is, if they could tighten up their gimmick, you mean just um, instead of yelling funny things at people? Yeah. I mean, that's their gimmick is just to to be kind of loud meatheads, but kind of funny at the same time. Yeah. So that like, you know, ramp that up or, you know, play it, lay it, play it down or do, you know, just change. Or maybe they just need more camera time to like really lay it on thick. I, th- I, I think I think Jericho will be, be good for them because I, I think they have good personality and I don't think Daniel Garcia has a good like he's too much of a straight man to play off of them you yeah know, he, he's so serious like he's the baddest dude in the room and that's cool that can be his character but like he i don't think he plays off of their their banter as well as as jericho's definitely gonna like hit it out of the park with some com- comedic elements with these guys um so you know yeah no yeah that's a great point like because yeah you couldn't have a daniel garcia appreciation society and because it just wouldn't work and our jabroni meatheads, you know, would just really feel out of place doing that shtick there. But, you know, give them give them Jericho, the influencer. And yeah, it, it it starts to make sense. Is it is it great television? Are they in any way a replacement for Proud and Powerful? No, it's such, but, a, downgrade. It's such a downgrade. But yeah, it's 
it 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 can work. It can work, and I think Jericho's got the experience uh, to to make it work for them. I mean, it's only been two weeks, so I mean, we can't bury the, the <laughs> JAS quite yet. But do they have a shirt yet? I, I they have to have a shirt. <laughs> AEW doesn't do anything without already having a shirt in place for it. That was that was my uh, way back when uh, when the Pinnacle was announced, and we were like, "Is this a real thing? Is this going to last?" And I said, "They don't have a shirt yet, so I don't think it's going." to... And then, like two hours later, Pinnacle shirt, and I was like, "Well, all right, so they're at least here for for another couple months." Yeah. Um, okay. So since we're talking about groups forming recently and what we don't like about them, let's go to this Blackpool Rogues Gallery or whatever they're calling themselves. <laughs> I, I wrote it down the Blackpool Combat Club because it was just like this. Why seems like a name that is not going to stick. And why do we have need to have another black something? Because because William Regal's from Blackpool. These other two dudes aren't from Blackpool. <sighs> I don't know. I mean, the ones that are doing the actual combat right now <laughs> in the club, they're not the ones from Blackpool. <laughs> I don't know. Like, okay, I I, I like um, Brian Danielson. Yes. I like John Moxley. Yes. I love William Regal. Yes. But I don't know if the combination of these three is doing it for me right now. Like, um, I mean, I'm not saying that you, I mean, you have Brian Danielson and John Moxley teamed up against anyone. It should be a really good match. Um, Regal knows how to talk. He knows, you know, what mm-hmm. he's doing. I'm, I just don't know the story they're really trying to tell me right now. Uh, and it, it might be my, more of a long game story because I mean I think he kind of started laying some pieces tonight or making making it a little bit more clear when he was like um, they were asking about Griff Garrison and um, mm-hmm. Pillman Jr. and he was like yeah he was like you know they look good but he's like I, I got to see it more than once so maybe that's what they were saying with Yuta when Yuta went back and tried to like kind of um, la- last week or the week before when he went back right. and tried to shake their their hand and it, he kind of got smacked off. Maybe it's like, you know, keep coming back for more. And then that's what that's when this story, because the next step in the story is, is adding a young wrestler for them to take under their wing and train. Right. Right. Ooh, or what if it is uh, we see like next week uh, we see a uh, Wheeler Yuta, Brian Pillman teaming up against them and they take on both of them as like their new weird tag team understudies. I mean, maybe that's something maybe, I mean, I think they've talked about the Hollywood Blondes breaking up, um, Hollywood Varsity Blondes or whatever their name, whatever those guys' names are. Um, Maybe maybe they do kind of do a little, like, competition. All right, we got two slots for the three of you, you know, Mm. who who wants it, you know, maybe that's something they can can do. But I I don't know what story they're really trying to tell me quite yet. And so I'm, I'm confused. Uh, I guess is my my biggest gripe with with this, and it's a yeah. weird name. That's a weird name. Yeah, we're we're setting up uh, somebody else to kind of get into the the ultra violence realm that Danielson and Mox exist in, um, and it makes sense because you you know it's a it's a really niche sort of place to be, and you know if you're if you're gonna transition uh, from being a high flyer, a grappler, or whatever, into this uh, sort of ultra violence mode, then uh, having them as your guide that makes sense. I can see that. I mean, any, any. I mean, we don't even have to go for like the the super. I mean, Yuta, 
Um, yeah. We'll, t- we'll take you as an example. I'm, I mean, I'm pretty sure um, if he came up with like Orange Cassidy and, and them, he had to have, have been over it. He had to, had to have been trained over there in Japan uh, at some point. Uh, been over there for a little bit before the before the pandemic, you would think, mm. because um, this whole style they're trying to tell uh, Moxley and and Danielson that that's that's Japanese strong style, like yeah, definitely, and and, and um, British strong style as well. It's uh, you know very similar, even though I'm, I think there's some differences, but I mean basically just a hard hitting approach to wrestling, uh, you know. And so I don't know if someone's going to be changing their style, but anyone who's kind of like grown up kind of around that style, you know, could, could f- mesh well into this. I thought Daniel Garcia was, was the one though. It kind of threw me for a loop that he went with, he got paired with Jericho at, right around the same time. this got going because I thought he would, he would have been like a perfect match in that. But yeah, there was a, there was a moment there at the end when uh, Mox and Danielson were in the ring and uh, talking about, you know, if anybody else wants to get into this ring, wants to see if they could step up, to us i kept waiting for like somebody's music to hit uh somebody from new japan to roll out and just be like oh yeah i'm i'm up for this because like you're you're into my business right now so let's go Uh, Uh, well i mean there is a stable in new japan uh suzuki goon who mm -hmm. is all about being like the baddest dudes in the heart you know the toughest fighters so yeah, they could, they, I mean, that could, they could definitely have a problem with these guys saying they're, they're the best, you know, uh, they're the toughest dudes around, but I think, I think the next step with these guys is, is somebody young that they're going to kind of, yeah. you know, the, 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 I think they're in the business of star making right now and they're going to try to make the next star. So, yep. yeah, let's, let's look forward to that. <sighs> All right, Caleb. Um, it's been a pleasure getting behind the mic with you again. Yes. Um, We'll see if we can't uh, sort out these technical difficulties, but um, till till then, I will talk to you later. Till all are one. Till all are one.